I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hello, everybody. Um, uh, well, <laughs> the la- this week and the last two weeks of our episodes have been pretty pretty jam-packed full of, of estrogen, I got to say. Yeah, and... Uh, I'm learning lots. I'm, I, well... As you can probably tell during the episodes, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. learning a lot too and stumbling my way through a few things. But you know what? If there's any male listeners still out there, yeah, if, they're, if, they're, if they're still tuning in, like, please try to bear with us. Okay. And, and learn with us because these yeah, are don't arguably bear with us. Fucking sit through yeah. it and listen to this shit. Yeah, this you is important. Fucking you asshole. Fucking idiots. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. Rain it in, rain it in. Uh, but yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna stop this week. We're gonna we're gonna dive headfirst into the the messy world of extremely painful periods. Uh, we talked to a good friend Leslie about her experience with endometriosis, and man, it was a conversation and a fucking half. So uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so I hope too. you guys do too. too. And uh, and here it is. So yeah. check it out. Enjoy. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. Today's guest is Leslie Smith. She has endometriosis. Let's talk about it. Um, What works, works. I love masturbating. Good, right. good to know, Brian. This is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. Ooh. Well, uh, let's, let's get into our guest. Yeah, we are recording. I didn't mean that. Oh, God. I did, okay, is, sorry. I think, yeah, yeah, this whatever. is okay. Let's <laughs> okay. start with our Reel guest. Reel it in. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, well, let's introduce our guest. There uh, we go. Hello, Leslie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Are you Are you good? <laughs> yeah. I am. No. No, I've heard your show. I you was, feel safe, right? Yes, I was expecting this. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, you know what? This, is, uh, this will be interesting. This will be the first time that we delve deep into um, the topic of, I guess, I feel like we're going to talk about periods a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Whole, you, so, we're going to delve into lady parts. Yeah, lady parts. So in, this in is the, a, uh, we're exploring female health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a, I guess we are in a very mature way. Yeah, to yeah. Like well, so we I, have you have you heard we we did an episode about um, male health. <clears throat> it was one of our earlier episodes, and we talked about phimosis. And pretty much the whole episode, we talked about penises. Isn't that every episode? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a hey. uh, well, there's a dash. There's, oh, so a, dash, there's a dash. There's a dash of that in every episode. <laughs> uh, I think, but I feel is... like this is going to be sort of uh, like kind of uh, the female version of that. And I think super helpful because. Uh, I know that I have definitely lived with, especially as like a teen and like a, or some in my early twenties, like the idea of talking about guys talking about periods is so like 
there's, yeah, there's, yeah. So, there's yeah. so there's so much of that. Get over it. So just no, but to, really, just like there's this, this sort of um, like people will talk about some really gross stuff, uh, but then a woman talks about a period, and a lot of particularly men, but not only men, like even some women are like, well, I don't talk about it. I don't yeah. want to mention that. Periods don't. Like, I'm just gonna put this out there right now. There's nothing about periods that really weird me out. Like no, dude, not dude, anymore. Like, not anymore for me. I, but I, I live, see my I wife's I diva cup mm. sitting like in like. It'll like fall into my shaving kit, and I'll be like, "Oh, oh I have to pick that up and put it put it back where it belongs." You know, what's like, a what's a diva cup? Uh, I'm not going to explain that, Leslie. Why don't you? Why don't you? I mean, it, it doesn't have much to do with endometriosis, but I. <laughs> but I am you a are woman. a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically, it's a little like silicone cup that you would like um, use to collect your menstrual blood, as it is for like a sample. No, 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 no. It's no, like, no. Instead it's of using like a, like a tampon. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, so it's it's completely reusable. You can clean it out, use it. I mean, I had one, but I'm on my second one now of my life. I love them. It's an environment. Oh, wait. It's an okay. environmental. Okay. It's an environmental thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. It's kind of like. Um, it's like the vegan it's like, tampon. Yeah, it's like reusable, um, reusable no. toilet paper. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a gross way to put that. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, okay, but are and, you? And, and, uh, enough about diva cups because that has nothing to do with anything. I mean, we'll get, they might come up. Maybe. You know? yeah. Leslie, why don't you tell us why you're here? What, what are you? What are you here to talk about? I mean, um, I'm going to talk about endometriosis. Endometriosis. Yes, that's a mouthful. Yes, it is. Um, okay, can I can I just ask you guys a question, uh, Jaren Tay? Like, yeah. It. So how how much do periods gross you guys out? Like if if your wife or your girlfriend or partner Taylor <laughs> Oh dude, don't if, go there. If if they're if they're like, oh, no, we can't fuck right now, I'm on my period. Are you guys are you guys like, no, I don't mind and you're still down for the get down or or does that turn you off? I don't mind. Um, I think that's a mute. That has to be a mutual. It's of not course, my, it's I, not just my. I choice. know that. Of course, it's a mutual <laughs> yeah. thing. Of course, it's yeah. not like I'm gonna fuck you no matter. <laughs> of course, like that's that goes without saying. That's implied. Okay, but sure. but what, I have a like, question. Is it? And this is actually. A but question. answer mine first. I'm gonna yeah. answer okay. your question okay. with another through, question. Yeah, with another with question, question directed to sure. somebody else. Okay. Leslie, is it? Is it? I don't know if this is a fact, but is it a fact that ladies get more? Uh, get hornier on their periods i think for some women yes yeah um i also think for some women like before their period starts yeah that can be the thing um i think every lady is different right. is that, i know is i know that like a hormone a hormone probably. increase thing yeah yeah, yeah um, it probably has something to do with baby making okay yeah totally. so yeah so i, I, so, uh, I think i think bride bride gets um a lot more turned on when she's on her period i've noticed i don't have a problem uh doing it when she's on her period, the the thing the the only thing is having sex while someone's on their period mm-hmm. is it, it's a logistical thing. It's like well, there's a little bit more planning. The yeah, there's a little, yeah, yeah exactly. you got you got to you got to bust out grandma's plastic sheets because you know? if we're it, okay. <laughs> don't just do it on the top of the duvet. Why are they grandmas? <laughs> yeah, why are they grandmas? Hold on, only old people have I those mean, weird plastic sheets. In the, they put in on the things, nature, right? in the nature of being completely honest on this podcast, I personally have have no problem with having sex when my girlfriend's on her period. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't turn me off. It doesn't bother me in the least bit. 
Of course, it is a logistical thing. That's why I have a set of red sheets. <laughs> oh, oh God! Brian. You set that one up. Well, good. I, you just and when uh, you say it's too bad people can't see your fucking face because when you said it, you just put a, this big gross grin on your face, like. <laughs> but, <laughs> on a, but I'm smiling because I do actually have a set of red sheets, oh. but I definitely don't put them on right yeah. before. But this is but, on, on the know? on the serious. I, I I don't particularly mind. I don't have. I'm not a. I'm not. But on the flip side, I don't think I don't think Kyla is really into it when she's on her period. Um, and but when you ask how much do periods gross you out, I think that when I was like a teen, um, it definitely did. Like the, the subject of it was definitely like, oh, no, don't bring that up. Or and then maybe in my early 20s and stuff like that. But I mean, as you get more mature, which a lot of people don't. That it stays that it stays like a taboo subject. Yeah, uh, you know what? This is really funny because we're we're like several minutes in and we haven't even we haven't even touched on oh what it is. We, yeah, we, I mean, like <laughs> not even that. We just got on a tangent about do we bone while our while our significant other. Yeah, but I think that I think that's I think it's an important thing to talk about. Do you have sex when you're on your period? Yes. All right. Uh, and boom. one thing, like sometimes sex can actually sort of alleviate pain when you're oh. on your period. However, with my condition sometimes like i'm just in too much pain particularly i get a lot of like lower back pain in which case it's just like don't come near me so we i was gonna say so why don't you just tell us what endometriosis is because like i feel like there's probably quite a few people who are listening to this and going we've laid a good foundation for for just alleviating some stigma around and talking about not being taboo about periods but it's more than just a period yes period time period yeah Period. Exclamation so tell us, so, so period. Tell us about what, what it's all about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so basically it's um, like when a woman has her period, um, what has happened through like that whole month is she's built up something called the endometrium, which is a lining in the uterus. And the idea, or not the idea, the point of that is that if she were to become pregnant, um, that would actually continue to grow and be like a soft cushioning spot for where the baby a lining of uh, what okay. just like, like well it's tissue right tissue. so that's okay. why when sure. when i when when women have their period they're technically shedding their endometrium okay mm-hmm. so is, that the blood that's coming out is the is the tissue exactly so it's oh, well it's yeah. not necessarily tissue nice. but it's like it's um it's not just blood there's actually I don't know exactly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, like, so we're not a, we, you don't have to be an it's, expert. It's stuff to. It's keep. like a like a cozy substance for a baby to nestle in. Exactly. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Um, and baby, so, ne- baby nest juice. It's a, <laughs> Yeah, that's we'll, is that okay? Can we put it that way? <laughs> Did you just look up the medical term? Like, yeah, yeah, I just googled it, guys. Baby nest juice. Oh god. Uh, so yeah, basically, when the woman's on her period, she's getting like that. That's that's clearing out. Um, because she's not pregnant and therefore her body is punishing her. That's not it. <laughs> it feels like it, but that's not it. God's right. God, yeah, 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 God is coming Amazing. down on you. Yeah. So for women with endometriosis, what is happening is that tissue is elsewhere in her body. So there are a couple of like, we actually don't know why this happens. Wait, like it builds up in other places, uh, not just in the uterus? Yeah. Okay. So... But but is is Whoa, is the cool. uterus like the like the the, the origin, origin spot? spot? Like does it yeah. start there and then well, travel and then travel? This is this is the thing. They don't 
100% no. So some, like early on, I think with endometriosis um, research, they were thinking that like, oh, maybe it's retrograde. So some women, they're not clearing at all. And it like is basically like going out into like their fallopian tubes, their ovaries, um, any nearby tissue. But they've also found this stuff in like lungs, people's noses, okay, eyes, okay. Whoa, brains. Whoa, 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 whoa. So... <laughs> And I'm only going to say this because, okay. A, I, I think it's kind of silly and fun, but also, B, because I have no other word to put to it. So endometriosis, if you have endometriosis, you could potentially be growing this baby nest juice. Oh, God. At, in Throw other parts, in, 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 in other, like in random parts of your body. Yeah. So then when you have your period, so you not only bleed from... Uh, your vagina, but you bleed from your nose and thing mouth. Is, when and you have your period, no, your no, and... <laughs> no, dude, no, no. There's no way. There's no, no way. Well, then, Stop. You no. That is so, not okay. It. So if it travels up through, but they found but it in. I, they found I, it in. Yeah, Go they, ahead. You, I yeah. do want to know. Found in women's lungs and their brains and their eye, like like, and that's more rare. It's generally like in the pelvic region that you're gonna. But find they're not it. shedding it from there. They're not. Egg, well, that's yes. the thing, well, right? Because when 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 we're on our periods, we're not bleeding we're just like the like the material is leaving the body yeah and so what happens with endometriosis is there's nowhere for it to go so in all seriousness if it's in your lungs would you cough it up or that i'm not entirely sure or Um, if it's in your nose like do you feel like do they feel it do you feel it i don't i don't know you don't know yeah can you can you can you without can you like without us interrupting you Mm. like sum up what is happening when you get your period? Yeah, so basically, that like that that tissue, that material, that buildup would be the baby nest juice. Yeah, the baby nest juice would be leaving your body. <laughs> um, but of course, if you have that tissue in places like even just over on your ovaries, there's nowhere for it to go. Um, but you're still getting the inflammation because um, like prostaglandins are secreted during your period so that you're like it, you contract your uterus which are what those like menstrual cramps are because okay. the idea with that is it's similar like it's same with labor when you're trying to push out a baby uh, but on a smaller scale yeah, but it's, it's, okay. it's, it's just help. your it's your insides trying to purge contraction the, yeah yes. exactly um oh, man. so you're still getting that that happening but of course like that's not there's nowhere for it to go it builds up it can it can grow further um some women have like full-on <laughs> like what they call chocolate cysts which are just like sort of like filled with yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry but i just saw I'm, did you what yeah so chocolate cysts and well they're called chocolate cysts because they're filled with blood so they look like really dark chocolate oh yeah. my god i know well here's yeah. the thing i'm, I'm okay. looking at taylor going so, hey taylor still got still got problems with it <laughs> you still cool with periods <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm about getting a, better and better <laughs> about a year ago i saw a gynecologist chocolate no, but that's, you'll never see that. That's inside. That's like somewhere inside. Yeah. Sure, sure, um, sure. But I had a I had a gynecologist explain it to me where like some women get like really big buildup, um, and that's called chocolate cysts. Mm-hmm. But other women have more like sprinkles. Is how she described it. And I was like, is this all food? It's all yeah, food. Right? It's, all, um, it's all food related. It's all food when it comes to a period. Um, but of course, like even and like I was telling Jeremy earlier, is that it doesn't matter how much actual like stuff you have. Um, inside, you can have a lot of pain from a like like small sprinkle amounts, or you can have like no pain and have like huge cysts inside and just not know. So is uh so clear this up for me? Mm-hmm. Is it is it is it more bleeding than normal? Is that does that occur? Or is that a total no, something that, would, that I'm making up? No, that would be something different. Although maybe some women do have more bleeding, but I don't I don't think so. So it's that you are building up this <laughs> tissue in places where it can't 
leave. It can't It has leave. nowhere to go. It, it, it can't get out the way that it normally would if it was just developing in your uterus like it naturally does exactly to leave during your period so one of the theories is that when women are some when like for some reason when someone are on their periods they don't um like get rid of everything and it like somehow travels to other places in their body um that hasn't been proven and there are other theories that are are quite different like some say that endometrial cells can actually travel through the bloodstream so it's not the actual tissue itself that's that's traveling it's on the cell- cellular level exactly. and then the cells are then growing into combining into tissue elsewhere exactly. in the body exactly so my uh, i'm actually really interested in this episode because my girlfriend experiences like extreme menstrual cramps and yeah. so does and we've, and we've yeah. discussed the possibility that she might have endo- endometriosis yeah um and i'm just wondering can you can you talk more about like the actual Symptoms? physical pain yeah. that's involved with it because she i know that she's been like keeled over it sometimes like can't Sh- yeah straight to bil- anything right oh yeah definitely and something like one of the reasons i was really intrigued about coming on the show is because a lot of women who do have terrible pain i think when they're younger or <laughs> um even throughout life are often told by either other women in their lives, like their moms or their aunts or even doctors themselves, where it's like, no, that's just a period. That's the way it is. Like you just might experience it more aggressively than somebody else and everybody's different type thing. Yeah, totally. But also there's this sort of acceptance of like, oh, you're a woman now. Yeah, periods it's hurt. pain. Yeah, yeah periods like, hurt. Like you're growing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. this is a growing pains. Cause, yeah. Because periods hurt for, for mostly for any woman. Yeah. But it's just... Um, a more excruciating sensation of the pain when endometriosis endometri like my my period pain is frequently terrible um but i often experience like i so i have i've actually i i kind of have like at least like five different types of pain I, i experience on the regular where i'm like oh that's my ovary over there we're like, oh, that is my cervix, or that's my uterus. Well, like it's that that's specific. A, that's a crazy sensitivity to to develop. Yes, and like typically because my like I have pain throughout the month. I don't just have it with my period. Yeah, and like the other thing I would say is that for women who have really bad periods, if they're not experiencing pain outside of that, there are other things that could be contributing to that that Ooh. are also valid. Um, reasons to, to seek out a doctor's help and I guess some women are just like well I was told I should suck it up and yeah that, you- that was the question that I had was it, it that if the pain is is consistent not only through your period but but outside of it as well is that caused but because you are continuously getting the contra- the contractions or um, because it's trying to expel what it can't no so in those instances the reason you're getting pain is because often um, the cells, the tissue, it has actually adhesed, like, or that's not a word, I don't think. Uh, adhesions. Glued. You're talking about adhesions. It's, yeah, adhesions. It's formed adhesions on other tissues, so like sure. next to muscle. It's or sometimes it's actually gluing muscle to muscle. So yeah. oh god. Yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> so there's there's all kinds of reasons why you're experiencing pain. Um, so okay. uh, for example, when you so when you have your period, do you will you? Is it possible that you could like all of that adhesion is is holding everything together and then you're you're contracting and trying to force it out and instead of a normal period in quotations where it would kind of come out slowly or steadily, it just kind of could all tear off at the same time and you just have one kind of movement that would release it all? No. Okay, the reason why I ask is... Did you just relate that to a bowel movement? Yeah. I was trying... Yeah. Uh, was like, and you yeah, know what? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't... Chelsea's ha- ex- experienced, like, extreme pain, and she'll have, like, awful period cramps, and then, like, all of a sudden, in, like, one go, like, it, she said it's, it feels like almost like her entire 
the inside of her uterus like comes off in like one Holy like tissue. Fuck. Dude, yeah. that gives me um, yeah. phantom uterus pain. And it almost and like the way that the best way that she could describe it to me, not being able to understand as a guy, is like it almost feels like she's like having a miscarriage mm. oh, during God. her period. Holy shit. Yeah. That's awful. And and she has been in to talk to doctors and yeah. has, has seen them about it. And they're and they've said a lot of like what you were just saying and in the sense that, oh yeah, that's just a normal you know? So that makes and she's me, like yeah she's like oh doesn't fucking seem normal. Well, to me. would they do X rays or that makes me want to yeah. know like, like okay. how did you yeah. find out that yeah, exactly. you had endometriosis? Yeah, so let me think. Like when I was twenty one, I was about to go on a big trip, like four months um, in Europe, and I started to get this like weird pain on my right side, kind of like just below where you might think your appendix would be. Sure. And so it was sort of like coming, it would be throbbing and it almost felt like someone was just kind of like poking at me. Um, and it was uncomfortable and I didn't think too much of it because I was like, no, it's not too bad. I'm not in too much pain. And I had grown up having really bad period pains always. And so it was like that never, that wasn't, that didn't come out of the blue. That was always happening. And I just mm-hmm. kind of again was like, well, that's just the way it is. I'm a woman, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, this was happening for like months and months and months at a time. And I am, I am a bit of a hypochondriac. I really am. Um, and, and so eventually it was like, wow, okay, if this is continuing yeah. to happen, something must be up. And the pain would get worse. And um, anyway, I went to see, like, I got back from Europe and I didn't have a doctor. And I went to a walk-in and I described my symptoms to, like, this man who was pretty much like Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. <laughs> he was just like... Like I was, I was telling him all about it, and he was like, "Yeah, okay, doc. Um, yeah, pretty much." <laughs> so you can have, a, you can have an ultrasound, or and I swear to God, he didn't say like physical exam or pelvic exam. He only he did this gesture. No, which, yeah, yeah. Or I could put my fingers <laughs> in you, yeah. and then uh, we'll see what happens. For anyone who couldn't yeah. see that, <laughs> Leslie just takes two fingers and kind of thrusts them up into the air. Like kinda what like you would do if you were getting almost. peanut butter out of the jar. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That was a, that was a oh, great yeah. visual. Picture that. Well, this <laughs> is just like, okay, doc, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, and so like 21-year-old oh, me was just like, I will take the other. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. What was the other one? I will uh, do yeah, that. Let's do the ultrasound. I'll, yeah. I'll use I'll use the machine one. I'll pass on that peanut butter scoop. Thanks. (laughs) I was looking into like the history of endometriosis. um, And typically what we think of, like, have you ever heard of like hysteria? Like, yeah, like as in in a legit um, medical issue hysteria. Yeah. Well, it used to be, it was often like women who were complaining of like phantom pain, phantom pain. I'm, it was real pain, but they, you know, doctors were like, that's not true. That's not real. Doctors were like, I'm a man and I know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm Um, a man and I know your vagina can't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) She's a witch. (laughs) Phantom pain? Phantoms? Burner. (laughs) Oh, we're laughing. But But, that actually was a very sad part. A sad sad time in our our, uh, carry on existence. Uh, Yes, I was with Dr. Nick. I decided to go with an ultrasound, but of course I had to wait a couple of months. Um, and in the meantime, I got a, my own doctor who has been awesome and did the ultrasound. I don't remember if anything really came back. I had x-rays. I remember, like, I think I had pretty much any test they, they could do. Like 
wherever they could put a camera, they put a camera. Wherever like whatever, like you could like you can drink stuff, and they take like the crazy special X-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. any anything they could do, they did, and um, I'm incredibly healthy otherwise, which was awesome to know. Sweet. It is really cool though, and you're like, oh, that is what my intestine looks like inside. Yeah, yeah. Especially for a hypochondriac. Too, I right? know. <laughs> It really cured me. Giving you a solid uh, from your hypochondrianism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Good, good job, Jeff. <laughs> <Good Thanks. job. laughs> uh, yes, but eventually, I went to see a gynecologist, and technically, I haven't been like one hundred percent diagnosed <laughs> because the only way to do that is to have a surgery called a laparoscopy, where they like go in and like, like find the actual stuff. But and then like exam and then like do a biopsy on. on no, I think what they're it pretty is, much or? like that is what it is. Oh, if it's there, yeah. then it's then that's I, it. I think I'm yeah. pretty sure it's how, not. How, but they think they can see it with the with the ultrasound. Yes, and like I have, I've had several ultrasounds since, and there have been times where like they find, they see stuff. They actually, there are two types of ultrasound, or maybe more, but I've had two different types. The first one is like as you you see on TV, like with babies, where with they the jelly, the jelly, on the belly, yeah. 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 The, yeah. But they also have thing. a transvaginal one, which whoa, that word is super cool. Transvaginal. <laughs> That's a that 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 is the name of a, a fucking. The, the, if I'm ever in a band. We're going to call, be gonna called s- the transvaginal I was going to say, um, it sounds like an airline. Ultrasounds. It's very yeah. useful. However, yeah. it is very disconcerting when you're not expecting it. Like, oh, this fuck. was my yeah. second round of ultrasounds. And I go in and, like, do the regular one. And they're like, okay, you can go pee now because you have to drink a bunch of water and hold it forever. Uh, and then they, they're like, okay, come back then. And we're going to do this one. And they hold up this wand that they're, like, putting, like, a condom on. And they're like, Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Pretty much. You're like, I don't. Asio chocolate cyst. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. For all the Harry Potter fans out there. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Alan Rickman. Rest in peace. Um, um, <laughs> don't bring Alan. Alan, Alan Rickman's a part of the podcast now. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they, so the they, they, they put the condom on the wand. They put the condom, condom on, on the wand. wand. Yeah, and it's like, okay, like go to the washroom, come back for this. <laughs> it was like, I have not done that. What is this? I don't want to. Um, but you can again, it's it's so when they let you see the screen, it is amazing to sort of look inside and be like, oh my god, that's me. I look. What is that? I. It's. You is know. it any different from like a like a pap? What they do when you get your pap? Oh, yes. Yeah. It was. Pap, a, it, so this is a camera. No, no, this like one. An ultras- this one like was an ultrasound. Oh, but ultrasound. You can, yeah, you can yeah. like start to see like, oh, that's an ovary over there, and that's Whoa. an ovary over there. Okay, that so I, looks bad. I have a question about the the female ex- like the experience of having that that done to you. Like, mm-hmm. is that is that really uncomfortable to have that done, or is it? Yeah, like how invasive like, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that's what not I wonder. The worst. It's just one of those things that if you're not expecting it, it's kind of like, oh. A doctor's going between my legs today. I didn't know that. Like it would have yeah. been helpful if the day before and, they were and like, the reason, you should expect the reason this. why I ask it, and the reason why I wonder is because if there's somebody out there who's listening to this and they're like, mm. oh fuck, like I've I've been dealing with symptoms similar to that, but I'm just really nervous about going in and having somebody like kind of I don't want to say violate, but have you almost, ever had a colonoscopy? Almost viol- no, I haven't, dude. But a colonoscopy, I feel like I'm just be, I'm just trying is, to relate as a man yeah. as a man because I can't relate. I, to that I can't either because when I when I hear Leslie, you talk about you know having a a, a transvaginal <laughs> ultrasound. The only thing that I can relate to is like, well, I definitely I could never picture anyone 
Oh god, I can't even think of catheters that like they actually make me. Yeah. They make they the give the phantom. They give the phantom hurt, pain. Like, legit hurt. Yeah, but that would be painful. But you're talking that about the would test be where they and, and, and this is not painful because it's it's going in a place that things go in. Like tampons regularly go in there. Penises go in there sometimes. Um, Depending on the vagina. Yeah, it's, yeah. this is true. Yeah, uh, but also then coming back to you know okay, so what's the other my butt right like having things put in my butt medically, which I've had done, never a good time. Um, and sometimes having things put in my butt when it's not a medical situation. And it is a good kind time. Kind of a good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it depends. Uh, very gentle, very gentle. But <laughs> milk, milk the prostate. Milk, oh, milk God. But, uh, don't say milk okay. the prostate. Yeah, don't say that. Uh, but uh, it just, to me, it's like, oh, God, I can't imagine. However, for females, it's like, I mean, I... I mean, that's part are of... Are there females out there that are like, oh, pap tests, I can't even imagine. I can't even think about that. Like, I can't... I have had, I've had some friends who don't, like, who have been like, I'm putting off my pap test because I don't want to go. And I've right. always had an okay time with them. My doctor's always been great. Yeah. Um, I've since actually had a colposcopy done, which is um, basically every time you do a pap test, they're looking for any any chance that you have cervical cancer right mm. so that's what that is all about and so i had a pap test that came back it was sort of like you ha- you something does not look quite right so they go back in they look um and they basically find what looks like a freckle on my cervix and oh, the, i mean cute. i don't think it actually looks like a freckle but the doctor was oh. like it's it's kind of like if you find a freckle and you get rid of it preemptively because it could become skin cancer right. same thing with with whatever was on my cervix it was like we just get rid of it because it could become cancer well they mis- are they mistaking are they mistaking a, like a cyst that you have or a, no 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 so your cervix is like do you know I, I'm my my girlfriend has has gone over a pap test with me in in detail, but I can I can I so basically uh, can I tackle this one? I yeah, believe I know oh. what the cervix looks like. Ooh. Tell me about uh, it. I, and this is how I've always pictured it. The word cervix, every time I hear it, it's a very uh, v- visual word for me. Every mm-hmm. time. I don't know why, but every time I hear the word, I picture uh, kind of like a uh, a scream, like a dental dam, mm-hmm. but with a very very tiny hole poked in the middle. I that mean, was kinda. super uninformative. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So basically, basically... <laughs> I was like, wrong, wasn't I? No, no, you're not wrong. Like, the Give cervix, me more. The Give cervix me more. is basically like what... Um, it's like a wall. It is kind of a wall. It's like that's what's going to allow any sperm through it's like the a uterus. Ba- like yeah. a, or a baby coming like out. A glory hole. Yes, which is why... that, oh. And that's actually what's causing... Like, Jesus, Brian. Your uterus is contracting to cause your cervix to dilate or get bigger during labor <coughs> or your period. Labor, obviously, more intense because the cervix has to get larger to let a baby's head through. Yeah. And shoulders and... Uh, and they, oh, now crazy. I'm thinking See, of... See, that, uh, that's what makes me cringe. Yeah. That's fine, me baby. Uh. Now I, I I'm thinking of the north... The gate on the north wall of, at Game of Thrones. I, I have a I have a question though about about pap tests, and I know that this isn't about this necessarily about the cervix. See, but, this is what happens when you get three boys that like don't know anything about periods. Is, and, and, but and I think like, this is really tell important. us more about these. because I wonder so I, and yeah. I wonder why why are pap tests so important for women, and why is there not a man like a, a mandatory male equivalent? Well, because pap tests are for cervical cancer, so. That little area, when when cancer strikes, it typically moves incredibly fast and is very aggressive. Um, Cervical cancer, particularly. Yes, so mm. it's it's hard to catch it. Um, and no, sorry, actually, it's not hard to catch it. If you get your pap regularly, it should be really easy to catch it in advance, which is why they do all that screening and why paps are so important. <clears throat> However, if you don't catch it, um, like I I knew a woman who I think from diagnosis to to 
the end of her life was probably like four months. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's rather typical. Jeez. So if you're not on top of it. I think HPV is a big one too because HPV can can give you cervical this, cancer. This, it can lead to cervical cancer yes. and, and it's so fucking well, But there's no equivalent oh, in, like in a common men? cold. Like no. testicular cancer is, is not is not on well, par with well i think it's i think cancer. what jeremy said is the thing is because it, you, you are you're continuously at risk if you're sexually active of, of catching hpv which could then in a given year lead to the potential to develop cervical cancer so you're always checking jared for did it. you say the other day eight and ten i've heard that i've heard the statistic that eight out of ten canadians but but have, have hpv, HPV. Yeah. Going to Ky- kyla, yeah. kyla just had her pap like a couple months ago maybe and she was telling me that if you if you go and get your pap and you're with the same sexual partner and there's no signs of anything that are, that are, that jump out that you're good for two years before yep. you have to get your next pap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, whereas like because I had a colposcopy, uh, like I just had my last checkup the other day and they were like, so you have to come every year. Like if anything like strange ever happens, it's always once a year. Yeah. Is there any is do you know of any time based on maybe endometriosis or if they need to catch something or if that becomes more frequent? Then once a year? Yeah, like for me, like I had my colposcopy done. So they go in with a little like crazy electric tool and they cut off the little part of my cervix, which like... Whoa, whoa. It actually was like, it, like they, 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 they... There's a breach in the wall. The white walkers. The white walkers. Oh, oh God. I was you thinking little sperms. No. <laughs> yeah, is, you, yeah. need to, you need to watch GOT, bro. <laughs> yeah, um, so no, basically I'm... like... Um, yeah, they they take that and they they cut that, um, and so afterwards I had like I think two checkups in the past year yeah. just to go in. But now they like nothing else has happened. So like, sorry, what's the purpose of the colposcopy? Oh, basically, again, it's like they're taking off cells that look like they've they have like, mutated yeah. or could mutate, and so right. it's like okay, so like that that yeah. freckle. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Now, did freckle. that freckle have anything to do with endometriosis? I don't believe so. No? I don't think there's been any crossover. Right. Let's well, go back to. Let's come back. <laughs> that was good though. I thought that, like that was really. I, was I do think it was super important and also too. super important. To talk I feel about educated. Yeah. After that like especially well, for a guy who knows fuck all about yeah, that stuff. Like it's it's also like that's going to be a big part of any woman's life if, yeah. if they're sexually active or not. Even even if not, like at a certain age, you should be getting a pap anyway. So that is like any woman out there who's sort of like wondering, like, do I have endometriosis or even something like? Um, there are other. There are other disorders that can also cause really bad period pain. Yeah. Or if so, if someone has like a really heavy flow, or if their period's never regular, um, those things can be natural, but those things could also be something. Yeah. There's With something the... about super heavy flow that always makes me giggle. <laughs> but super, <laughs> super heavy mega flow. The crazy, the about crazy about thing about Emily. The crazy yeah. thing about a, a, a woman's body mm-hmm. is is that the like the variables that affect your period are they're so vast right like mm-hmm. and and when you think of even just birth control like you take this pill every day to regulate that and oh, if man. and if you miss one like it's you crazy. could it's you, crazy like, and you it's guys so got to go fuck your body up. every single month oh, which is it's insane it's because it's it's never talked about either and it's just like something that just kind of goes on and Holy shit! Like it's such a an important and regular part How of. How fucking lucky are we? Yeah, I, I think I think in I two parts we a take our take that for granted as oh, guys, yeah. and we b don't recognize the like the like the struggle and the strength that Thank like you. a woman you know what a woman I love has. This. And yeah. women well, women I mean, don't talk women nice. don't talk about it a lot, 
and I don't know what, uh, and maybe we can ask you, Leslie, but like what your how you feel that guys would react in talking about this. But like to me, I'm totally open about. I don't. It doesn't bother yeah. me at all because I find it fascinating and I respect and appreciate that. Women go through that. Yeah, well, like, there are a lot of different symptoms that people can get with endometriosis, but the biggest thing for me is just, like, chronic pain. Um, and also, I, I find that it will affect my mood. Um, and those are two things where, like, I don't know, like, I talk about it with my partner all the time. Like, he's, you know, he obviously lives with me, and therefore, like, he's living with endometriosis as well, because yeah. if I'm in a lot of pain, he's going to know about it. Right. Now, um, this might be too scientific of a question, but is that is the the correlation between endometriosis and your period and the and your and your mood is is that due to the pain or is that due to endometriosis having a greater effect on your hormone fuckery i would say it's both that was really scientifically put thanks <laughs> i liked it hormone fuckery <laughs> yeah that's what it feels like yeah uh, no I, I guess the thing is that yes yeah, sometimes being in, in pain can make me like grouchy or um, like anyone. irritable yeah, yeah of exactly. course but there are times where I have felt like before pain has even kind of hit I feel this like I can feel my mood shifting in a way that I'm like this doesn't make sense like I'll be fine and then suddenly I'm like I'm gonna hide in my bathtub forever I hate everything <laughs> right, yeah. and, it, it, and like or like or I'm really sad all of a sudden and there's no I, I, I can tell there's no real reason and it I, I feel it like I feel it in my bloodstream in a different way. And I think that is hormonal. Um, and then you get the so you can almost tell when the pain's going to come on because you feel that. So you, yeah, exactly. So you have uh, uh, you know, uh, I lost my the word. The other uh, thing too is that um, part of my pain treatment, particularly like the pain I get through the month, can be all kinds of crazy stuff. Like sometimes, sometimes one of my ovaries just feels like it's like on fire. Sometimes it feels like there's like someone's like stabbing it. Sometimes it feels like it's sort of like twisting around. These are all, and I have no idea what's happening it, inside. It just feels this way. It blows my mind that your body is telling you that shit like your body is creating these signals that it's telling your mind to like think like holy shit my part a part of me is on fire when now, that's really up, interesting but... because we all have <clears throat> i think we all have that capacity to be aware of what our organs are trying to tell us you get extreme pain so that's like the that's like the 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 signal that goes off we all have that we but the the signals are so much more subtle that we often don't pay attention to to them and we have the ability but what's the benefit What's, what's of the benefit in your... In I mean, the point of pain is is pretty much... Like, I think it's uh, the idea of pain is to let your like let you know that something is wrong, right? Like, if you've cut yourself, the pain lets you know, like, oh, I'm bleeding, I have right. to attend to it. But it's so, it's, so, it's so cyclical and regular that... But wh why does your body need to tell you every single month? It's bullshit. Well, in particular, something yeah. I was looking at is it's that... Just the, way, just the way the body works, yeah. bruh. You're but looking at. I, I'm really looking at. God is wait, such an wait, asshole. Continue. I want you to continue. Okay, like, so yeah. prostaglandins are something that are secreted, um, sort of like a hormone, but it's not actually a hormone. And it its main function. I mean, one of its functions is actually for contractions, for labor or your period. But they are involved with inflammation. Um, and so, if you've ever taken like Advil or. Um, like I take a leave or naproxen like that. That's actually um, trying to fight those prostaglandins and therefore fight inflammation and that help fight pain. That's what I want to talk about mm -hmm. is, you know, you're talking about this pain that you experience every month. What do you like? What do you do? What what kind of uh, um, 
techniques processes yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like what do you do, what do you use to to fight that pain so i think of it in two in two things so like there's the pain i can get kind of on a day-to-day basis and then there's the pain i get during my period which is like can be the debilitating sort of like i can't do anything um and so for my period i mean i had a doctor kind of change my life a few years ago where she was just like have you ever tried naproxen i'm like no what is it is it gonna be like crazy crazy drug <laughs> what will will i see shit <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> well because at, at some point i like my family doctor was giving me tylenol 3 yeah to, to, to com- combat pain which but i'm really like whoa coding coding not, really, i love tylenol 3 <laughs> you know, I mean, like, like when i threw my back out like uh literally a month ago mm-hmm. i was like well sweet now i get to just take some painkillers pain and, and, yeah, and muscle and relaxants and have a, a wacky good time and then like you know for times like that, it's great. When yeah. you're, if you're trying to like get on, like get on with your life and still go to work, is that? I should, probably shouldn't have sick, said that. Sick boy no, podcast. I, no, I think removing <laughs> stigma and promoting Addiction. prescription drug use. <laughs> the views of the you host on this podcast you know do not condone. No, no, no. <laughs> but I will say it. I will say it. There is a. Uh, yeah, even when I broke my collarbone and they gave me, they gave me a bunch of uh, fucking Dilaudid. I was like, look. Here's the thing, as. Hmm. Like, payments. <laughs> oh, this is bad. I, probably, no, I know I no. shouldn't say it, but I don't, you know. If like, anyone has ever been in, in some some pretty extreme pain before, you will know there is not, like, nothing, nothing feels better. So, yeah. as good as being pain-free afterwards. Dude, taking those meds when you're not in pain is the pits. But dude, oh. that's why we should legalize marijuana. Yeah, right. Did you say it's the the it's, pits? it's the pits. It's awful. I don't like it. No, and that's is why... that the opposite of it's the tits? Uh, well, I don't know. I think the uh, yeah, it's the tits is like celebratory. Tits is yeah. like woo. The that's the tits. But it's the pits. The is pits like... is like whoa. That's the pits. That's the pits. Okay, so thanks so, for yeah. clearing that yeah. up. So the re- like Tylenol three didn't work for me because I it, it, you know if I'm if I'm at work trying to like get by maybe I'm pain like there's no pain but I also just can't function on Tylenol three. I'm yeah. yeah. Codeine you get, really hits you get totally me. Does a leave work well for you? Yes. Yeah, so like, here's the thing for any for any woman out there who is still struggling with really bad pain, um, if you take it like the few days leading up to your period, it actually will help lessen your flow um, and cut down on pain. So you can use it preemptively. Oh. Do you have to, t- do you, is this you... not common knowledge to ladies? It was not to me oh. and it changed my life. Crazy. Are you, so are you regular on a leave or is it only leading up to your period? I you... use it just during my period. Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you got your podcasts so do you have like a calendar where you're like oh shit i have an app do you really use the period uh, there's a bunch of them yeah yeah is it insensitive that i thought that i wanted to have all of the women in my office at my last job i want to have a calendar of their menstrual cycles so i could be like oh uh, our HR managers on a period. Is that okay. insensitive to say, or is that like? I like, think at the foundation. Kind of, I'm just I think at the foundation of that thought, you're actually just trying to you're trying to get your job done efficiently because it's not a secret that a, a, if a woman's going through a period, that it changes her hormones, which affects her mood. Which Any, affects anybody whose hormones are fucked up, it's going to be hard. And to I and I do. I if honestly, you're going to keep a, sorry, a calendar sorry. so that you know when, like, like honestly. It's kind of a smart that time, idea. That time of the month, I tend to find chocolate bars in the cupboard in my house. And yeah. I think that's incredibly <laughs> smart. 
Oh yeah, of my partner, you know, Good like job. exactly, right? It's, like it's smart. so hard for me because as a male, is it insensitive to say like, oh, I wish I could have a calendar of all of the menstrual cycles of the f- the the female, my female colleagues, so that you know when they're going to be irritable and maybe harder to get along with. I guess it's insensitive in the sense that it's 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 like um, assuming that all women assuming, yeah. are going yeah. to have that. I, I know women who their period is like a breeze for them yeah, and totally. it's always like shut up I, I, yeah, hear I get you though because like <laughs> Bri I get what you're saying because I, I feel like that's a like to to me I'm like oh that's a really smart idea like that that, <laughs> yeah. that just makes a lot of sense and, yeah. and everyone would just kind of get along better if, if we all just knew and we were like oh well Sally's on her period and she but but the, like yeah. but there's, I would love that what if women had part, a week off when they were on their there's period. this part of me that's like you could like if someone is on their period and they are they're totally having a, a like a, a meltdown mm-hmm. you can't be like i understand you're on your period no man <laughs> oh, like, oh my god yeah, right? yeah. definitely is, don't yo, say this that this is actually a thing this was a uh, a thing on the office i'm pretty sure on an episode of oh, the yeah. office well, dwight well, was doing research to find out when <laughs> all the women dwight. in the office was in community abed does it he like oh, but he doesn't what know what he was doing at first he's like i was just tracking when people were more irritated with me and he was he's giving annie can like or chocolate in that's that right episode. that's right and i'm like honestly and the, to be honest too like especially if you have endometriosis um chocolate particularly like sugar is not actually good at that time oh. um but you crave it like hell yeah. so yeah that's but, what i was thinking about i know the i know like uh uh someone really close to me who suffers from very intense uh, cramps and pains, like they're out of commission f- mm-hmm. for that, that period of time. And, and like to me, logically, I think, Oh fuck, give that person the day. Like they should definitely have the day off of yeah. work because you can't expect them to function and be no. a, a good employee. You might as well say they would be a better employee. If you said, take the day off, like I, or take a couple days off because I know that this is, Something that you're dealing with, and it's and it's challenging for you to deal with, and you're going to be more functional, yeah, and and do you happier that, with me and a better employee. If oh yeah, if you say do you think that there's a difference between a female boss and a male boss? If like let's say an employee goes up and asks that question, what do you think the difference? The in relatability is? and understanding, like yeah. their capacity of being able to understand what they're yeah. going through. Yeah, I, I think that you're probably right, but also if I was a male boss and somebody came up to me, because I have the relationship with someone who is who's going through intense things like that i'm able i would able i would be able to say yeah I definitely take the time because yeah. like, the reality yeah. of our current world is that males are predominantly in those positions positions yeah. i had one male boss who was really understanding um and i like i don't i probably don't tell every boss i have but i i'd worked there for a while and i i did explain to him like sometimes if you notice that i'm like just a little sh- like more going to be more short with you or i like I just hold myself differently or I, if sometimes I just might need to say I have to go home like I'm in pain uh, and he was incredibly understanding also though in high school I used to claim that I was on my period like every week to get out of gym class yeah. because my I, I felt like my teacher was just like oh, period oh yeah <laughs> like, oh. Leslie crying wolf oh well you know what that's a you know kudos to you for taking advantage of the, un- plain, the, like, the, the awkwardness of, uh, yes. of, a, of, yeah. a, of a guy I pay for it every month. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah I just, I, I mean, I, I, and I don't know. I feel like I don't want to beat this to death, but I, I just don't, I don't want anybody who's listening out there, particularly women. Cause I know that we have a fucking a lot of female listeners. Um, I don't want anyone to think that we, like us in saying like it, like, can we just all agree that like, it would be better if we all knew that 
people were on their period and if, the, if people get really like, especially if you're dealing with endometriosis or something, like if we all just kind of had this agreement that yeah, but you're crossing I, I lines know. because I mean, you, you, there's a difference. It's between, so, I there's a difference between because because I'm a, a male. There, there's you a difference can't. between being open about it and then also like respecting your pri- privacy because oh I mean, yeah, you know absolutely because obviously all women aren't like man. I wish I could just talk about my period yeah. to and all the guys around. And how fucking crazy would that be if Brian was working in the office and he walks around to every female and goes hello Sally. Uh, uh, I'm just uh, wondering if I'm, I have what this. I'm just working on my. Uh, I have my. I'm working on my menstrual yeah. calendar. I have my uh, period app up here, and I just want to know when your menstrual period is so that I can. It would be incredible. Incredibly stay offensive. away from you for that week. <laughs> it would be incredibly. <laughs> that would be fucking crazy. But you know what? You know what? I, but I also, at the same time, I think there's. I'm like, God, that's kind of a smart I'm, idea, though. But we're also you know? saying, we're also saying. But hold on, you're all, you're saying that I'm going to stay away from you for that week. And I know you're kidding around. Yes, but no, yeah, but it's also obviously. it's like. If that was the reality and you're trying to get a calendar, I mean, man, we're, we're killing this calendar, but I know, um, I, but we're going to get, idea, we're going to get, get our first bout of hate mail. Yeah. Yeah. We are. <laughs> but, but the idea that it's not, it's so. not, it's not, it's, it's not, do I have to, can I, I'll stay away from you that time. It's like, I'll just be more mindful, mindful of how exactly. I interact yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. You should all, I mean, you should always, of course, be mindful of how you're interacting with. Do we people. sound like a bunch of fucking idiots? Yeah. Right now? Okay. Leslie, Leslie, I've jump I've, in here. I have Hello. one more, I have <laughs> one more thing that I want to add about that and okay. it's it's uh you know what fuck it let's yeah. just move on yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah tell us tell us how we sound do we sound ridiculous i don't i, I don't think so I, I mean here's the thing i think if you are aware of like <laughs> like you all have girlfriends partners wives yeah, yeah. Yep. yes um i think if you are aware of what she's going through and where she is and your understanding of that <clears throat> during that time i think that's awesome um but almost like almost every guy does or at least has at at some point in some capacity which makes me think that every fucking guy should be able to understand what a woman yeah. goes through each month yeah, yeah but they but should oh yeah they definitely like, should think about the, like, the un, uneducated you know what immature. Fuck it. every there should be like a requirement by the government that once a year every man has to wear this type of some type of contraction that inflicts pain on them that, <laughs> oh, in, 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 like that replicates right. period pain so that they're like oh fuck oh i don't I, want to do that again oh fuck my it's called the relatability program the yeah. gender relatability program <laughs> i'm gonna reel this back here. let's come back to leslie okay we were talking about pain management yeah, yeah yeah so a couple and of you were saying too. that a leave that's is, helped a lot yeah my biggest problem was because i was using it so frequently that i had started to give me really bad nausea and um and stomach pain because it can it can do that um i've since sort of like resolved that issue i wonder how that what, what that does to your liver too taking so much a leave i I've heard that a leave is quite a bit worse than taking like advil or something oh, yeah. it you is can a, take it's a, a next step up yeah. you can take milk thistle uh supplement to uh Contra, or contra counteract con- counteract the uh, the pills in your liver. Mm. Milk thistle helps with. Brian's really yeah. close with his naturopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I would like I I recommend is heat therapy. So if you don't have to be out and about, like I have a heating pad that I'll just lie on. Brady then, like, loves the heat. Oh, it's the pad. best. Yeah, so does Chelsea. Yeah. Hot t- like hot baths are the best thing as well. Yeah. Um, but also lifestyle changes like i i was already a vegetarian when i was diagnosed but i had i had looked into it and it seemed like um now you only eat pork (laughs) just pork nothing else (laughs) never pork. how's that working out for you (laughs) your protein (laughs) um you're putting things in her mouth Oh, that, that didn't that oh, didn't land. Yeah, there was a pun there. No, nope, that yeah. didn't land. Oh yeah, there was. We'll keep that in just for your embarrassment. It landed. Yeah, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> so, 
Yes. Uh, pain management. I forgot. I so you're talking about you're a diet, diet, vegetarian. You're yeah. a vegetarian. Oh, yeah. So something I was looking into was the fact that, of course, because it's, um, inflammation is a huge part of endometriosis and pain, of course, um, if you can reduce things like like red meat, uh, dairy, sugar, alcohol, caffeine, those things are all inflammatory. And so you can help that way. So no fun. Yeah, which is why, like, I've got coffee right here. I drink pretty frequently. Um, I've tried to cut out sugar. You try to cram it all in the three weeks before it all happens, and then you just cut it. Except out for, for me, that week. it's like it's like it's it's more the opposite. I have kind of like one week that I'm pretty like no symptoms, but three week like the week before and the week after of my period like are pretty yeah, intense yeah. as well. Really? Oh, really? oh That's yeah. Crazy. Let, tell us about that. So 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 like, and this is this an endometriosis thing? I don't. I'm not sure. I where, think are you, where are you at right now in your cycle? Let me check my Check account. the calendar. Actually, like how, no. I, I got my, I got my period. Based, Day Brian, one of my period was... Put your notebook down. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Yeah, so I must be... I'm on day... 16 actually because I started my period on the 1st of January so this is really it's really helpful so you're great. I guess you're kind of in that uh, that that like hey I'm feeling great period so if we talk yeah. to you in like a couple weeks I'll be fine I'll be <laughs> nice as pie you'll never know um I believe that you know what yeah. I, and I think that there is and, and in the way that we're talking we're talking like we're almost talking to the extent that like that week that you're on your period is some crazy like hellish demon comes out but it's not that. I mean, it it's, does, but it's inside me. <laughs> so it doesn't come out. It's just it's burning just like it, Yeah, it's just burning and like punching and kicking and screaming. Um, so you're trying to walk around being all nice and everything. And what you're projecting hard, yeah. really is not uh, Well, that's the, way, that's the way I look at it is that it's not that I'm meaner on my period. It's the fact that like during that time, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm uncomfortable. I get really bad back pain particularly. And it like shoots down into my legs. I've got cramps happening. Um, I often like I've got insomnia. My like I get like really like brain Jeez. foggy. I'm really just sort of like it's, a little dumber at yeah. that time. And on that note, I think I think like it's important to acknowledge that like women, of course, women aren't aren't bitches. Oh, dude. When, okay, oh, I, I don't know how to say. It. Okay, let me let me try to rephrase this so that we don't get hate mail. But yeah, of just course. Wait, wait, no. I think this is important because yeah. I think honestly, I think this is important to say. It's important to acknowledge that women aren't always extremely, you know, they're they're not hard to be around when they're on their periods, but what they're dealing with internally is a lot is a lot worse. So they might like you might never know that somebody's yeah. on their period. Everyone deals with but, everything. But it's important to acknowledge that like <clears throat> even though they might be great on the outside, like they're they're just having a, a harder time on the inside hormonally that time of which the supports month, right? the calendar idea because you want to know how to be like <laughs> compassionate and everything. Yeah. I'm actually being, I'm actually being serious. No, no, I know. And I, I, I know, like, I know. I'm not going to lie. I have a, I have a really tough time being around Bridie during her, like during, cause I, I mean, I'm, we're pretty sure that she's, she has endometriosis mm -hmm. and, and when she is in that, that, um, that period of time, it, it's like, man, it's tough. Like it's, it's tough for for everyone involved right yeah um and how many people it, are involved uh, <laughs> well, let's not go there uh it, it is tough though and um and i always have to keep reminding myself it's like oh man you like you you aren't you have no idea jerry like you have no yeah. idea what she's going through 
like you you can only imagine just yeah. by seeing what's going on right but now. how many guys don't get that well right? it speaks yeah. to the it speaks to the very to the variation because you you're you know you're going oh well brady experiences it really intensely and i have to be really mindful my experience with kyla is that it's it's basically like i know when it starts and i know when it ends and that's it like kyla, kyla doesn't really experience anything that's too intense that i know of that she's ever vocal about I've, i don't think i've ever asked her because she seems so Un, unaffected mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know it's just the, the variation and between and like you know brian everything everyone's so different have you what was the worst pain you've experienced uh or or do you have any kind uh, of like oh i have i have yeah um there like the first year that i was diagnosed in the february i was not taking care of myself i was um drink i was surviving off of like pots and pots of coffee and i just remember being in like terrible pain the entire month which that doesn't happen to me much anymore um the worst pain though was actually not related to endometriosis um but i was given a drug i've been given this drug twice actually once for endo so like that is kind of related um I had an IUD put in. It's an intrauterine device. You oh, guys know this birth control. Best yeah, thing. Like they're great. The, the roads like out the of They are great, but are they like they're five? also kind of crazy too. No, they IUD are crazy. No. I am. I, um, yeah. And I don't know. Maybe this isn't for the for the show, but I I'll have to ask Bridie if we if if we do decide to keep this. I really will have to ask her. Bridie had an IUD, mm-hmm. and um, and dude, I could. I was like poking it for like almost the strings. Yeah, like like or a wire. No, I was poking the wires, like yeah. I was poking like a wire. Those are the strings, yeah. For like uh, a good like few months, and and one day I was just like, wait a minute, there's there's something up <laughs> with the inside of your vagina. Do you have a UFO I'm, in there. I'm poking some like I'm poking some metal in there. It didn't like scratch like it didn't scratch me, but I could like I could feel it, and I go, oh oh god, that was like. There was like a hook in your vagina. What the fuck is that? And she was like, oh, shit, that's my IUD. Apparently, it wasn't correctly Put, in there. Oh. Yeah. What is this? Sorry. So it's a little tiny T. There, there are two types. There's one that's a copper T, and then there's also a hormonal one. So they're very like tiny, um, and they're, they are placed in the uterus, so past the cervix, um, and they... It's a birth, form of birth, birth control. control. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a, yeah. like a long-term birth control. Yeah. yeah, so like know. copper T is good for five years, the hormonal ones, I think, are like three to five. So oh. you don't have to take the pill. You, just, you, you just, yeah. And it's like a hundred. Well, it's as close you just, as you're going to get. And it's awesome because there's no um, like, whereas with the pill, of course, like if like sometimes people are like, oh, I've missed a day. I missed another day with yeah. this. You, you, there's no days missing. I think the yeah. IUD was the reason why I got checked for to see if I was sterile or not through CF. Ah, because we were, we were I was like poking the metal thing and I was like, I don't want to poke this with my wiener anymore. Uh, I might Is that be because sterile. you have a larger than average dick? Uh, we're not going there either. Uh, and I was I was poking Listen to the turn me on. That podcast. would be the the, the, uh, the actual yeah. device I was like poking out of the cervix, which yeah. it should not be. Yeah, no, oh, and it was okay. like it was straight yeah, up yeah. metal. Oh, so oh, it was yeah. coming through. So it was the wall. very weird. It was very very weird. That makes my that makes. Then, my I, then I found out weird. I don't shoot sperm, and we were like, take that sucker out. Yeah. Um. So wh- wh- you were taking you you. So yeah. So. This doesn't happen always. Like I have friends who have had IUDs put in and they don't get this drug, but it's a drug called misoprostol, which is often is, is used um, to either like start labor or um, it can, I think it's also used in combination with another drug um, as in for an abortion. So does it like abortion. open up the cervix more? Precisely. So it, it starts with contractions. So the reason it was the worst pain ever was because I I basically had like a 12 hour labor. Oh, um, my God. it was oh. it was the worst. Like, Wait, so they could put why? the IUD in? 
Exactly, because they wanted the cervix to be more open. Oh. They don't always do this. Sometimes they're just like, "All right, let's just do this without that," and it's totally fine. So does it? It induces these contract these exactly. contractions. And so some women, it's probably like they're a little bit sensitive to it. I'm particularly sensitive. I've since because my like taking naproxen started to hurt my stomach. I was prescribed another non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug mixed with mesoprostol which was coating it which the idea behind that was it's going to coat my stomach and keep me like feeling okay while also helping with pain when i had my iud put in the mesoprostol was used vaginally so i had to put it up me um and then like that's so i i said to the doctor when they prescribed me this second drug i was like look i had a a reaction to this before is this going to do it again and they're like no because you're going to be like taking it through your stomach like it'll be totally different and then I asked the pharmacist the same question, like, just to be really sure, because th- that was like a lot of pain. Yeah. I don't want to go back to that. And she was like, no, no, it really shouldn't do that. And it did do that. Oh, so Did you tell everybody, like everybody that you asked, did you go back and be like, hey, listen. You fucked me up. You uh, did again. It no, I, I haven't. Not the pharmacist, because, no. I, you know, it's really not her fault. Whatever, but, it's not her yeah. fault. Plus, yeah. it's out of But it, it would be go good back. for her to know, so that she, <laughs> next time if someone goes, hey, uh, this happened, um... Uh, and I don't want it to happen again, but I'm mm-hmm. taking it through my orally and they go, oh, well, I do. Yeah. I have heard of it happening. Before. And I guess the other thing too is in terms of like endo pain, the worst pain I've had that like wasn't, you know, because of a drug was, is probably that like sometimes like if my, if my uterine contractions are really painful, plus I've got a like really, like really sore back. The worst part about it is that like right here wants me to arch back and then the, my back wants me to arch forward. So there's just no comfortable way to be. So like your, oh, your lower awful. abdomen wants you to like, like die, arch back <laughs> yeah. and your, your low back is like trying to get you to kill around. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And that'll often strike me in the middle of the night. So... Like That's I try to be on top of like about keeping like keeping like um the naproxen nearby or staying on top of it and having it. You kind of, try like, like hanging upside down. It, well, I've thought about this. The, I've heard um through you know the three of us, Brian, Taylor, and I, uh, we all teach yoga, and mm. and I've heard through uh, a few different trainings that and it keeps coming up that low lunges, so a pose where mm. essentially you. Have uh, your one knee down, one leg is forward with your foot on the floor, and you're kind of dropping into your hips so that you're stretching out your hip flexor on one side. I've heard that low lunges are uh, really great for menstrual cramps. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I've heard heard a lot of people attest to that and say, yeah, they fucking are. Well, that's because you're so at what point during the cycle? I don't know, but I know I've been told that it's like, oh, you're feeling menstrual cramps? Drop into a, a really intense low lunge and hold it for a good long time, Ooh. and it should. Well, I wonder if that does has it all a, the I wonder if that has something to do with the with the low back pain that goes with a menstrual cramp yeah. because your psoas muscle, which is your hip flexor, it goes and it attaches to your L five or your L six. Very very deep deep. So muscle. like yeah. it attaches to your to your spine. It attaches to your spine. So. Yeah. Like stretching that out and where your back gets pain when you get a menstrual cramp might alleviate that kind mm. of like yeah. need to or that back pain. I've also found like yin yoga yeah, as a preventative, like on the whole is really helpful. Yeah. Um, and, because- and so yin for people who don't know is it's the idea of doing uh, uh, yoga poses, uh, all, mostly all passive. So mm. laying down on the floor, no, you know, <laughs> no like constriction of the muscles or anything like that. Um, but holding these poses for really long periods of time, deep, 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 deep deep stretching 
like about oh, five, indeed. like five to six minutes. Per yeah, 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 per yeah. side, exactly. Yeah. And that's where you know these low lunges. Mm. That, that's a big part of Yin. Yeah, um, I've never liked those in Yin because like, I want so no. Intense. I just want to lie down and yeah. just be like, I'll fold over here <laughs> yeah. and lay down. Just put Way me in the position. And let me let me do my thing. Yeah, pretty much. What but. would you say to someone who's dealing with this now, or dealing with symptoms of this now? Maybe perhaps a younger version of yourself. What type of advice would you be able to go back and and give that person? I mean, to be honest, I'm pretty, like I, the way I handled it worked out well for me. Like it, it wasn't that long from me like discovering symptoms to actually getting someone's. Uh, to me, it felt like a long time. Like it was probably about two years of testing, and and sort of like, is it this? Is it that? What yeah. is it? Doctors testing. Yes. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I think the statistic is that like most women. It's like somewhere between like six and ten years between symptoms and diagnosis. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. Like this is uh, what I'm. It's, so like, can I rephrase your yeah, question? Yeah, please. I and I was just carrying the yeah, conversation with that. But what would you say to someone like Bridie mm. or to someone like Chelsea, who it seems pretty fucking like clear that they they very well might have it. Yeah. But they've been told. Well, you just have really intense period cramps or they've been told, well, you might have endometriosis. I feel like, like they need to just, they need to go to their doctor and go, test me for it. Yes. Like, I want to know. But, so, ha- but, but, but how, this is the question. Yeah. It, it's it, so. Because Chelsea has. Does she it has make a difference? It, but, does it make know? a difference if you, if you are absolutely diagnosed or is it like, well, you're diagnosed. Now you just know it's not really going to change much. Like there's not that much that you can do. Yeah. There are a couple of things because you can get a laparoscopy in which case, but they go in, they go in and they try to get rid of as much of the tissue and material as possible and, and like get rid of the adhesions in particular, because that's where you're getting a lot of pain from. Mm-hmm. So there are, there is a surgical option. Um, my doctor based on, I mean, I don't, and like there were times that I felt like maybe I should have pushed for surgery more, but I have found ways of managing my pain and it's not the greatest. Sometimes it, it's awful, um, but I, I, I can still live my life. Do I know. You, do you are, think you'll ever do that? Route? I think so. Yeah. And the, I, I, yeah. So last year I was speaking to a resident right before my, like, like seeing a gynecologist about it. And I particularly was asking about pregnancy because I'm not looking to get pregnant right now, but I don't want to rule it out. And endometriosis, um, it can lead to infertility. And so mm. for any any woman who is curious if perhaps this is what's causing her pain um, or is concerned about that, what she told me, and I, like, I'm, I'm happy with this, is she said, if I go to get pregnant and it's not happening, then looking at laparoscopy might be the best for me because... Like my big concern was like, look, if I if I wait, are these adhesions just going to get worse and pile on and create yeah. like more problems? Yeah. Um. And she said that what they found is that the most helpful thing for pregnancy is is to go in when you're trying to. So to go in and clear it all up because it could just grow back in the time since. Like if yeah. I if I had the surgery last year and then waited five years to have a kid, sure, it could grow back. So and endometriosis doesn't have to be uh, a sentence of infertility. It no. it. it you can very much clear that up and you, at least, at least probably for the, if, if, for example, if they've done, if they do the laparoscopy, then mm-hmm. they would be able to clear it enough for you to be that's the able to yeah. potentially is, bear a child. That is the hope. Right. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Um, and that's why I would say for any woman to like talk to her doctor, specifically get a gynecologist. A yeah. lot of women just like rely on their GP and I have a great GP. She's awesome. But I also have a gynecologist for this specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who I can you know talk to about these things and 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 she's because it's an area where they don't know the cause and there is no cure um there's a lot of research still being done on it and every year there's some new information so yeah. getting a doctor who is up to date on that stuff is important so for a woman who like for me I'm not I'm not sure if I'm going to have a kid or mm. kids or whatever like it's still up in the air I have friends who since they were like 19 or even younger were like I'm definitely going to be a mom so oh, if that's yeah. you I would like talk to your doctor about that Look because into it. that's important. Yeah. So, Great and, advice. and one other thing that I'm interested in is, is right now, currently, what are the, what, what techniques are you in, in using to, to deal with the pain yeah. on a, on a monthly basis? Yeah. Exercise is a big one. Um, diet is important, particularly, I, I remember looking at, um, I was reading a book the title would be great to tell you now, but I don't know it. Um, and the correlation between women who had really bad menstrual cramps and their intake of sugar was like crazy. It was like women who experience really bad pain eat like 336% as much sugar as other women at that time of month. It's Whoa. like, it's almost like hand in hand. Like if you're, you know, if you're eating a bunch of chocolate and you also have really, and it's not like one is like one is the cause is causing the other, but yeah. they are related. Jared, does, does Bridie have much sugar in her diet? No. She's, yeah. She's that's pretty... weird because, and, and because I, I feel like Chelsea's the opposite. Chelsea, uh, I mean, she eats pretty well, but like she drinks tea every day with sure. like a couple. Yeah, no, Bridie's pretty like. Yeah, and that's what I'm wondering. So I was wondering if there's any correlation, but no, I don't yeah. think so. Is there anything that uh, you feel is, that you'd really like to touch on or, or, or mention that you haven't gotten to say um, that you think would be really important for people to hear? I think particularly for any woman that is experiencing um pain that is getting in the way of her life so if you're like i can't go to work because my pain is so bad then certainly like sp speak to your doctor and if your doctor says yeah it's just being a woman accept it then find another just, doctor yeah, yeah or even particularly again like say to your doctor i would like a gynecologist could you refer me to one mm. and because that like they're going to listen to you they're going to um, do do put in the due diligence yeah well again like endometriosis is just one of like a like a whole bunch of different disorders or not disorders um diseases that can affect the pelvic system of women mm. um oh one thing i will say yeah like i had no idea before all of this i i had this like naive assumption that like all of like you know like the fallopian tubes the uterus like that's all there and i had this idea that like it was separate somehow from the rest of my body that like not everything floated well, not not floated, right, yeah. but that like no, there was like a saying. like there was yeah. like a, a a tissue wall or like a, a it's not correlated it's like to like its own liver, separate and your heart it's and its own separate yeah, like, unit yeah like there was yeah like there's a little room wait and is that's, it not no it's yeah, all it's totally just part like, of your body totally just like smashed in there under yeah I totally see it as like a it's I, got I know its own yeah that's, that's well that's because that's, really, it's, that's because scientifically it's usually compartmentalized into the like the urinary system and the reproductive system yeah. And all that, but, but I also to me, it's a design oh, yeah. flaw. Like the fact that there's no, no, no sort of like cave. separation from yeah, the rest. There's of, no, yeah. there's no lady cave, cave. Yeah. lair. Yeah, there's no. You uh, could say baby, that there's a lady baby nest cave. juice case. The, the other thing, and Same. and on the opposite side of, of what of what you were just <laughs> yeah. talking about, like for for anybody, for and for in particular guys, like if you hear of women that are dealing with serious menstrual cramps and things like that like 
jot that down like, and jot that down in your calendar. Put it in, in your calendar. calendar. Put it in no, your notebook. No, but seriously, seriously, like <laughs> it is a, it is, it's fucking more difficult to deal with than you can imagine. Yeah. So be sensitive to that shit. Like, man, think about it. Like they deal with that every month. The way that I think about it is like in talking to you and in talking about endometriosis, like I'm like, I'm thinking, man, I, I guess that's probably what it would feel like to have pass a kidney stone every month. That sounds awful. Oh, that would be. And I I've mean, never passed that's, a kidney stone. It's that's probably a, a, like a good way to think of it. Yeah, but if you want to like think like, and I've never. How shitty would this stone. be? Well, I'll I'll tell you right now. I never in my life ever want to pass a kidney stone because I know I've heard that that just sound it's fucking awful. <sighs> so just take your take a step back and be like, yeah, that's yeah. Well, and like kind of going like. back to like talking about you know know what like women aren't. They're not bitches on their period. Yeah, no. But no. really, like it's Brian it's, it's more. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa! No, I no, definitely no. don't think that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the idea that is is more like because we're in a lot of pain, or you know, we're not sleeping well, or our backs hurt, whatever it is, we're more just like thin-skinned at that time. So mm-hmm. yeah. keep yeah. your yeah. calendars handy. Just, yeah, just set the, put the chocolate bars in the cupboards and give give more. Uh, hugs. I hope unless, I hope he doesn't mind that like I hugs. said that he does that. I yeah. love that. I think it's that's the, the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I think we're going for the same thing. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. I feel I, I so. Really I, I feel so informed and so much more educated, and to get that conversation out there, to just start talking about that, especially especially for the guys guys listening. <laughs> yeah, and also for the ladies too. I think that there's probably a lot of ladies out there who are going to listen to this and go, "Oh shit." And the yeah, last thing, sure. the last thing I want to leave the leave the female audience with is is like like as a guy, I'm okay, I'm okay with. You talking about this stuff like it's not. I think they get that, that because we just did a whole episode yep. about talking yep. about yep. it. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Like that, like other guys, yeah. would be similar. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's what I, that's what I think. That's what I, that's what I would like to think. We hope. That's hope what we're so. trying to yeah, do. I guess. So. The only thing that you cannot do really is assume when a woman is being emotional that she's on her period. That is the problem. Don't do that. Don't you that? Yeah. Thanks for that reminder so then, too. Yeah, then that, what is there a two way? Men to, everywhere. Is, is there a way to like <laughs> is there a way to ask that question to a woman? No. I think there's a <laughs> urine test for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just don't just don't do it. Uh Leslie, thank you so much for you coming in here and I talking. I think of that about episode of uh oh, of God damn it, Brian. Fuck, can we fucking wrap it up? Yeah. Thanks, Jesus Leslie. Christ. We really we we are so thankful <laughs> for you coming in. <laughs> Uh yeah okay, okay. yeah so thanks, thanks a lot start <laughs> that start that again you can cut me <laughs> tried to wrap it up three yeah. times Brian just kept going yeah Brian, I'm, <laughs> I'm just Brian just get everything you want to say out right now I'm super fascinated but honestly I'm just finding it really interesting oh uh yeah. Leslie thank you so much for coming in and uh, talking about your period with us uh I mean <laughs> you, you made it seem easy uh. And uh, I'm glad you. you were. I do I'm it all the time. Other people. <laughs> yeah, 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 sweet. <laughs> That's all I talk about. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, which I, I hope you did, um, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review if you haven't done that already. Oh, yeah. Super it, important. It actually is really important because it helps us get these conversations out. It helps people hear about our podcast and and uh, helps spread the word. So it would really, really mean a lot to us if you did yeah. that. And um also, you can reach us on Twitter if you want to reach out to us at Sick Boy Podcast, and we have a website. If you ever want to be on the show, just go to our website, hit our contact form, and uh, send us a little message. Again, 
Thank you all so much for listening, uh, boys. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sikora. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.